the other thing I do suggest to my clients is, and I say this to everybody, even your audience, be the student of your life. Be really honest about what's working and what's not working. Don't hide it from yourself because you're not doing yourself a service if, if you're not being really open and raw with yourself, because sometimes it can hurt. Like when you really say, oh, I don't like that about myself or, you know, something along those lines. And that is a starting point. Welcome to the Audacious Living Podcast, hosted by my man, Audley Stevenson, the odd man. He'll unpack wisdom and insights from a cross-section of top quality performers in business, media, sports, entertainment, and lifestyle to uncover key elements to help you live your best audacious life ever. So without further ado, here is The Odd Man. Greetings and salutations, folks. It's Audley Stevenson back for another edition of Hands Down, the most audacious podcast you'll find on the internet. This is the Audacious Living Podcast. And I appreciate you for being here as we continue our ongoing goal of helping our listeners live their best audacious lives ever. As always, I encourage you to connect with us on our social media channels. If you head over to Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook, uh, you can find us under the handle The Audacious Pod. Or if you head over to YouTube, and maybe if you're watching on YouTube this episode, then you'll know we've got that bell down below. All you got to do is tap it and ding, ding, ding. Uh, You'll stay connected to all great things audacious related. Now, we're going to spend some time on this episode of the podcast talking about the progr- the process of reprogramming ourselves for success. You see, that there are times in our lives when our actions or the things that we do aren't in alignment with what we want for ourselves. And so we almost have to think about reprogramming these actions, kind of like they, you would like a computer to get ourselves right. You know, if, if there's a certain life that we're trying to live, there's a certain way that we have to live it. And, and because anything outside of that takes us way off of our course and hinders us from having that success. You know, so if you want to eat healthy and live a healthy lifestyle, then binging on junk food isn't going to help you get there. And, and, and this is where our guest, Janet Elaine Schmidt, comes in. Uh, she is a life and business coach who helps reprogram individuals for success by aligning emotional intelligence with mental, physical, and spiritual intelligence. Uh, she'll take us through the process that she undergoes with individuals, uh, again, as she helps to line them up to live that successful life that they're wanting to live. It really is a fascinating conversation that I'm sure you'll all enjoy. So without any further ado, here's my chat with Janet. Enjoy. Hey, Janet, thank you for joining me here on the Audacious Living Podcast. It's it's, it's such a pleasure. I'd have you and and thank you for making the time. I'm always appreciative of that. Thank you for making the time to be here with me. Oh, I'm, I'm, you're more than welcome. I'm always excited to speak about something that I'm so passionate about. Yes, yes, yes. And, and, and uh, uh, 
very much on this podcast. You know, we spend so much time uh, talking about the great ways we can live this best audacious life we talk often about here. And, and oftentimes it's that first step. And, 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 and sometimes you make that step involve changing habits or behaviors or patterns. And, and that very much ties in sort of the transformation that you assist individuals to go through. And so maybe as a starting point, we can kind of get you to sort of talk about your, your work specifically that you do and, and how you people, how you get help people get to where they need to be. Well, the work I do, first of all, is having someone look at what's working and what's not working in their lives. Because when you can start to do that, you you literally do have a starting point. And so I just listen. I actually ask the client, how can I assist you? And just by listening to their words, I have a handle on whether it, they're coming from lack, whether they're coming from fear. Uh, whether they have guilt or sorrow, or we can we can really nail down certain areas of their life, even down to abandonment, because some people don't even realize that they have these feelings inside. But once they start talking, mm. it unravels from there. And the first, the other thing I do suggest to my clients is, and I say this to everybody, even your audience, be the student of your life. Be really honest about what's working and what's not working. Don't hide it from yourself because you're not doing yourself a service if if you're not being really open and raw with yourself, because sometimes it can hurt like when you really say, oh, I don't like that about myself or, you know, something along those lines. And that is a starting point. And from there, I'm able to use these four different techniques in order to move out the old belief or the old behavior or the old thought pattern or the old traits and bring in a new way, a new belief system. And I I stumbled on these beliefs uh, or these techniques uh, because of my own beliefs. Okay. And um, I uh, had, when I was a young child, I'll start with this. When I was a young child, I was the one that always helped the underserved. I always was like, don't bully the kid. I was always like right in the forefront. <laughs> right, right. And, right. and uh, so, and at 10, I was already doing laying of hands. So I was already doing energy work. I had no idea. I really right. didn't. Right. Right. But I knew I was doing something great for the horses because that's who I was doing it on. Right. So I knew I was doing something great. And then I went into mainstream and uh, after a while, I ended up, I got married, I ended up getting divorced. And when I got divorced, I ended up with a large sum of money. And so now I had a chance to help the underserved, both individual and nonprofit alike. Okay. I was chairman of the board of a nonprofit that helped homeless women get a better education so they could help their children. And so I'm like, this is a great opportunity. And so before long, people were attaching to me for my money because I didn't know how to say no, because I was always used to giving to the underserved and helping people. And then I ended up in arbitration. My financial advisor, who was with a well-known international firm, and I always say well-known, so it was, it's, it's still in business today, uh, made an investment outside the scope and lost almost all my money. Mm. And now I'm in arbitration. And the whole time I'm sitting there, I'm thinking, I'm going to lose this money. I'm going to lose this money. Right. And because I knew the statistics, I mean, about arbitration. So I kept, I never once thought I wasn't going to win. Not once did I not think I was going to win, but I just kept saying, I'm going to lose this money. 
And in the end, the financial advisor was disbarred. His partner was fine. The company was fine. But sure enough, I only got 10% of what I lost. So this caused me to say, okay, this is more than just energy because I had studied Reiki. I had studied, you know, quantum physics. So here I was, this is more than just energy. So I'm like, and I, I started going down the rabbit hole of all the things that had happened to me in my life. Mm-hmm. And I'm going, okay. And it brought me to epigenetics. Okay. And epigenetics says that it is the coding that's passed down through our ancestors to our parents. And our parents passed that, that programming to us from birth to about eight years old. After mm-hmm. that, it's anything catastrophic. It's, it's society. It's all that. So when I started looking at that, I was like, well, wait a minute. I come from eight generations of ministers who signed up to help the underserved, who signed up to give their last cents away and who really had no money to manage. And I don't want to take that away from them. It's very right. honorable what they did in their lifetime, mm-hmm. but it wasn't what I signed up for. Right. So it it has to do with, and this is what I'd say to the audience, it, it has to do with money consciousness. Okay. This was my money consciousness. This is what the imprint of money was um, because they looked at money as, as long as we have just enough. Right. And I was sitting here and, and the money was going through my fingers. And I was like, what is this? And it's because if, and this is the best way to explain it. If we have the conscious level that $20 is a lot of money, but we want a hundred dollars. And so let's say we manifest the hundred dollars. We will only hang on to the 20 20. Hmm. because that's where our money consciousness is. That's where your, that's where your subconscious says, Oh, we're done. We're done. Yeah. We're done. That's right. We're done. That's the limit. And so this is where I was. So then I started thinking, wait, so I sat in that arbitration. And I kept thinking I'm going to lose the money. Mm -hmm. Well, quantum physics says that everything's energy. Einstein said everything's energy and that's all there is to it. Right. Match the frequency with the reality and you can't help but bring it to you. Right. And so here I was bringing it to me. So I had both epigenetics and quantum physics and I'm looking at this going, okay, but there has to be a way that we Mm-hmm. can unravel it for the success that we desire or the life that we desire. Right. 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 Because the wonderful thing about the world is we all see success, money, prosperity, health, everything in a different way than everyone else. And that's the beauty to me of, of the world and humanity. But it, it brought me to the fact that we are capable of changing Yes. that programming. And so I started studying different things like neuro-linguistic programming, theta healing, hypnotherapy, psyche, um, eye movement integration, which is fantastic for anybody who's gone through trauma. I mm-hmm. strongly suggest to them to use that. Um, but I figured out the components that could work that can push the old behavior, the old belief, the old trait or thought yes. out yes. and put in a new way. And, and it, it was all through my own experience and yep. I found my purpose in life. 
so 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 thank you first off for sharing because i think the the you know that, that personal journey that we all go through is very much feeds who we end up you know when we look, talk about where we want to go or our journey that you know that that that, that our past is oftentimes you know you can find that in our past and i thought it was interesting um that you you're able to trace it back to your childhood because oftentimes mm -hmm. that's where you know all the answers lies uh, for a lot of <laughs> yes. individuals yes. um uh for some that and, and some fully know that it's there and there's others that necessarily don't. Um, that, that uncovery process to help people identify or pinpoint, what does sort of talk about what that looks like? And, 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 and for those, cause again, you've got two sets, two different people, some that know and some that don't. Um, mm -hmm. I'm trying to think that most people do know, they don't want to admit it, but you know, that's a whole other conversation, right? Yeah. I, you know, even if they don't know, just by what they start to talk to me about when I say, how can I assist you? And they're just talking about their life. I can take bits and pieces. That's part of um, part of neurolinguistic programming. Mm -hmm. So neuro is the brain, the state of the mind, right? And linguistics is the way we communicate. So our communication is only seven percent our words. Yeah. Ninety three is our body yes. and our inflection or whatever. And so I pay close attention to that. So mm. I'm able to accumulate the information even if they don't know it. And it's it's almost like you know, peeling back an onion, you know, that phrase, oh, you got to peel back the onion. It yes. really is like peeling back. You go through different layers to get down to different things. So you might be going through uh, self-esteem issues in order to get to the abundant, the abundance. You see, they're all interconnected. Everything is interconnected. There isn't one that's without the other. And that's why I say you have to be in alignment with your emotional, spiritual, physical, mm. and mental bodies. If you're not, you won't have the success you desire. So in, in what you're trying to achieve, you have to have them all in alignment. Mm. Yeah, those, those are those four. This is interesting because I don't know necessarily think people make that connection uh, to any of those four components, but they mm -hmm. are very much important because they are, they're a part of us. They, they feed us, they make up who we are. And so uh, mm -hmm. it's, it's almost like having kind of like, you know, four rooms in your house and they're all part of your home. They're not, you know, you don't have a complete home without it. Right. Exactly. If you think about it, like in my story, my spiritual, my spiritual background and my mental part of me was keeping me from the uh, seeing that prosperity or abundance or yep. my money consciousness could be whatever I wanted to be. Right. And, and I didn't realize that until I went through it. So you can actually see which, which one of those four bodies is being affected at any given time. Right. Right. And, and which then, one, yeah. and which one isn't in alignment with right. what you're trying to achieve. And then that's easier to sort of pinpoint and where we have to do the work. That's got, oftentimes yes. that's okay. This is where I've got to work on my physical. That means I got to go to the gym or, you know, mm -hmm. spiritual. All, all, I think all of them have specific areas that, you know, we can do to fortify ourselves, so to mm -hmm. speak. And that's what I'm hearing from you. Yeah, I guarantee you that it's not just one. It's not the physical body. If it's the physical body, that's also going on mentally. So it, it's not just one. But to have true emotional intelligence, you want all of those in alignment. Got you. Got you. Uh, so I, I want to go back a little bit, just, you know, your, your work with clients. So, you know, I've identified, I'm that person that said, okay, it was from my childhood. I know exactly what it was. And this is what happened. And I, so we, we've identified it now, right? So we're, we're clear on that. What does the next step in the process look like? 
so then I take you, let's say, let's say it's fear. Okay. Let's, let's use fear. Cause a lot of people have are fear based. Yes. So let's use fear. So what I do is I go in near linguistic programming. Uh, I can use theta. He- I use theta healing. They're very similar, mm-hmm. but theta healing. I use with a meditator. If you were a big meditator, I'd use theta healing. Um, if you're more of a linear thinker, more grounded that way, okay. then I use near linguistic programming. So it just depends on who's in front of me. Gotcha. And if the fear is trauma-based, I'll use eye movement integration with that too. And okay. I'll explain that in a minute, but, uh-huh. um, I usually take them through a timeline. So once we've pinpointed it, I'll say to you, okay, close your eyes. And now, and you can do this if you want, you close your eyes and I'll say it to your audience, close your eyes and think of something that happened to you when you were 10. Now, when you're thinking about this, that happened to you when you were 10, does it go to the left of you? Does it go to the right of you and behind you or in front of you? And when you can feel where it lands, that tells you which way your past is in a timeline. Oh, that's actually, that's actually, it's funny as you, so, so I, you know, I, I, I thought of something in my childhood and I thought, okay, but in my mind, in my, it always has been part of the past for me, mm-hmm. right? As opposed to uh, uh, something that I focus on for the future and gear my future actions on it. And so- right. So, so the interesting when you use left and right, how does that come? Because I, 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 I'm not necessarily seeing how the left and the right come into play. Well, you can when you sit and you think about your past and you mm-hmm. have close your eyes, mm-hmm. your your past will either land to the left or will land to the right. Which, if it lands to the left, it will tell you your future's to the right when you think about your future. Oh, okay. So if it saying. lands behind you, it means your future's in the front of you. Gotcha. And so everybody has a way that they kind of kind of see it. Most people see it. The past is to the left. The future is to the right. Understood. Um, that's usually how it goes. But some people like my daughter, she sees it behind her <laughs> and futures in front of her. So it just depends. But it gives the client an idea of their timeline because right. I'm going to talk about the timeline. Mm-hmm. So now I have them close their eyes and I go in the timeline and I find where this first started, where mm-hmm. the fir- fear yes. first started. Yep. Did it start when you were two years old? Did it start right. when you were five? And I can find where that is. And once I find that, it's like untying a shoelace. It just goes boom, yes. boom, 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 boom. Yes, yes. The yes. present day. So yes. I clear that out and I put in its place safety, security, and confidence. And I run that through every part, but I don't just go there. I also go in the ancestral line and I clear that out and go through there too. And then once I've done that, I follow up with, um, I do a couple different things. And, and as I said, it depends on where the client is when they come to me. Sure. And so I can do other things like eye movement integration. Mm-hmm. Okay. which says that if, if their fear is connected to trauma, I'll take them through eye movement integration first okay. or even after, which when we have trauma, we hold it fragmented in our mind, okay. in our brain. Okay. Um, we don't hold it together. It seems like we do, but it's fragmented. And so the reason why most people have a hard time healing from trauma is because of that. So their left cortex, which is logical, right? 
and the right cortex, which is the creative one, they fight over how to heal it. Mm-hmm. And so the healing can't happen because it's like bouncing off each other. I'm doing it in a really, I'm explaining it in a very simplistic form so everybody oh, can understand, but this is, that, yes. this is how it happens. Yes. And so with eye movement integration, it's as simple as this. When you're thinking about the situation, I can just move my fingers like this and cross your left cortex with your right cortex okay. and kind of go like this and like this. Okay. And through that process, that repeated process, what it does is it brings now the left cortex and right cortex together. And now the healing can begin. Mm. It's called the inner healer. And 90% of my clients feel relief after the first session. So this is a very important tool for those people who Trauma. have, yeah, or, or phobias. Okay. So oh, okay. Fears. It, it, yeah. it, will, it will work with that too. Gotcha. So I'll use that too. Now, in the end, I always use Psyche. So I can still move through neurolinguistic programming. Theta healing also uses a timeline. And I'll explain what that is in a minute. I can move out the old belief, right? Yep, and put yep. in a new belief, mm-hmm. but I clamp it down. I really seal it with Psyche. Psyche takes literally you into a whole brain state. It, okay. it locks your left cortex and right cortex into a whole brain state on your new belief. I see. Um, so it, basically, it, it's essentially keeping you focused on what this so the, so you've done the reprogramming and now it's almost like focusing the lens on this new yes way of thinking essentially yes that, yes so? yes and it brings your it brings your subconscious and your conscious mind clamped down on the agreement so okay and that and that's what happens and it's by i i can for instance and i test it i can test your subconscious mind okay and see if if i said to you do you have an, an uh, an abundant mindset. And you could say, yes, I do. And mm-hmm. you could say it just like that. And I yep. could test you because your subconscious is never going to lie. Mm. And I can test you. And if you're weak at that, I'm like, okay, well, your subconscious doesn't say that. So through Psyche, we're able to literally cross your left cortex with your right cortex, bring you into a whole brain state. And you will test after we're done, you will test positive for, I haven't, I have an abundant mindset for sure. And, and I don't know if you know, um, Dr. Bruce Lipton, he wrote the biology of belief. And in the back of there, he says that psyche is the fastest, quickest, most efficient way to take a self-limiting belief into a self-enhancing one. Mm. I was going to say, it's interesting. We talk about this, you know, subconscious and it, it doesn't lie. And sometimes we lie to ourselves and, you know, yeah. subconscious is the one that says, ah, no, here's, 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 here's what's really going on. Yeah, this is so true. It is so true. I mean, I'm glad that you brought that up because a lot of people think that they really believe and we really do. We hang yes. on to these things, yep. Yep. but do you really? That's right. <laughs> and, that's right. And that's part of the process when I work with clients. They can say this to me and I say, okay, let's 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 go with this. Let's try this and see, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. test run it and see if it, it's true. You know, there, there, there's another aspect of this is just being very clear on, you know, what it is that you want for yourself or where you're trying to go to. And I would imagine mm-hmm. that's important for you. It doesn't make sense to sort of start this transformation process, no destiny or no end goal, right? Like end goal, what you're wanting to do. Um, it, how important is that for clients to be clear on that before they come to you? Or is that sort of part of the, the discovery process? Some are very clear. Like I have people, a lot of times I had, I had one woman come to me and she goes, 
she, I, I have a lot of entrepreneurs. And so I had this one woman who comes in, my relationships are great. My, my boyfriend's great. My self-esteem is great, but you know what? My abundance, not so like my business is not so. And so she had this thing of an abundant mindset and even her money consciousness was in the way. And so she kind of had an idea and that's what she wanted me to work on. So there are some clients that come with that. And, and we went through the process and I, I keep a metrics on my clients and so that I can say that it's a 95% success rate. And I hadn't heard from her in a month. And I, I, I emailed her and go, what's going on? And she said, oh, I've had such a great month. It's been abundant. So she had made the switch over. So like for someone like her, she really knew it. But there are, are some people that come to me that they think they know what they want. And then as they talk, it changes. Right. As they actually listen to what they have to say. So it's really like for me, it's really about you. It's really about the client. It, it's really about listening and seeing where you take you. Right. Right. And that, 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 that it's a lot to do that. Um, Cause I need to like, I, I, you know, if you, cause if you're being honest to yourself, you really have to be clear on where you're at and where you want to go. And sometimes where you think you want to go isn't where you're meant to go. Right. And that's, that's yeah. also coming to that. And I, and even coming to that realization may be difficult for people. Like, I mean, uh, like you could say, Hey, I, I, my entire life I grew up and this is what I wanted. And it's not really, cause maybe it was someone else's dream mm -hmm. or someone else's desire view that you adopted and own as yours because you never really took the time to understand what you wanted for yourself. I love how you brought that up. I love how you said somebody else's dream, mm. because that is a really important point for everybody to understand that when you start looking like, especially if you really believe in something very strongly, yes. you need, yes. you need to start asking yourself, is that my dream? Is yeah. that my parents' dream? Is that society's dream? Is that, right. you know, whose is that? And if it's yours, great. But if it's not, then now you're in search of what really is you. So I really, I really appreciate that you brought that up because that's a really important thing for people to understand. Yeah. And, and there's, and there's nothing wrong with sort of questioning, you know, our beliefs or I, 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 questioning sounds, I don't know, people get, I don't know, people get their backs get up, but even just checking in, if you will, in terms of, you know, where you're at and, 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 and the things that you, you're doing. And also, you know, are, are the things that I believe are my actions in line with that? Like every going, going through that mm -hmm. process, there's absolutely nothing wrong with that at all, because I think more than anything, it keeps us honest, but also accountable to ourselves. It, it, it really does, but it's very hard for people to really dissect. I find that people um, to really have to take it apart. And what I'd say to people is pick only one area at a time. Right. Pick when you're when you're starting this process. Once you're used to it, it you can you can just jot jot it all down. But I say pick three major parts of your life, and then write down what's working, what's not working. What's the strong belief there? What's not the strong belief there? And then start thinking where you got those beliefs. And if they're yours and they're working for you, great. But if they're not yours and they're someone else's and they're not working, then you need to start thinking about mm. reprogramming it. Yeah. Or, 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 or checking with someone else and see what else they put inside you, right? Like, who knows? Yeah, yeah, who knows? yeah. 
Yeah. Who knows what else is there? And, and, you know, I, I, and, and, I, and I think on that point, though, too, because, you know, sometimes it may come from our loved ones or parents or family or friends, people that want the best for us. Right. So it, yes. I, I know it might sound like a negative thing. People put these programming in us and I, I get that. But, you know, sometimes it's not coming from that negative place. There are people who absolutely want the best for us. But they just think they see it better than we see in ourselves. Oh, I mean, look at look at my we can even go back and look at my ancestors with the whole money issue and yes. being ministers. They were really honorable in what they did. I mean, they came over and and they taught the Native Americans uh, German first and then they taught them, yeah. you know, the religion. And I mean, that was really courageous of them. And they went through that process and they lived that life. And so I never want to take that away from them. But it was a programming that yeah. kind of got deep seated. And even in my parents, I mean, my mother would say, I'll never forget sitting with her. And she'd say, too much is given, much is expected. And I'd say, yes, but the Bible also says to much, much more is given, much, much more is expected. And I'll belly up to the much, much more because I can give much, much more. Yeah, you know, right. so it's like kind of I, I think back of that time and and it's kind of that mindset. And I realized, oh, she had that. And yeah, we can't fault our our parents or our ancestors for their programming because it is their right. programming. But you or even society. But you can ask yourself, wait, I can choose. I get to choose. We have free will. So we have it's a choice. So you can choose whether you want that programming or you don't, and you can choose a new way, a new program. Yeah, And that's, that's the whole point of it. The piece, what I really love around that is it clearly states that uh, um, we all can change. We all can be changed. We all can transform, you know, where I am, isn't where I'm, I'm not a tree, right? I'm not planted here and that's where it's it. And I'm not going any further. I can move and go beyond. And I think uh, that, that that's even an important point for people to identify and recognize because you know, that that's, because that's where helplessness sets in. Right. And that feeling mm -hmm. is I'm stuck and I can't go nowhere. And this is, this is my lot and that's all it'll ever be. And, and, that, and that's not the case at all. No, it's, it's, it's not the case at all. And that's why, um, I mean, I could have accepted it, but it, and that's what made me think there's got to be something better out there. There's something greater out there. There's something, um, you know, I, I, came, I, just, I just, I just love the imagery about that. There's something better out there. The whole there's idea. Something greater. I, I believe that for everyone, I believe mm. that whoever you are out there, you have to understand that there's always something greater and greater and greater yeah. out there. Whatever you desire literally is obtainable. Yes. It's just finding the ways that work for you that can kind of just lift those hurdles or adjust. Even if you have to adjust a little bit here or a little bit there, you know, I, when I talk about this, I'm not talking about changing everything. I'm talking about making adjustments to if it's if it's money consciousness and it's only at twenty dollars, hey, let's change it to a hundred. Right. You know, right. I, I'm talking about those types of adjust adjustments. But I want to say this too: when we make those adjustments, what mm -hmm. we do is we change our level of consciousness, mm. and that's a great thing. Mm. We elevate our level of consciousness when we can recognize this and we can transform ourselves. It's a part, uh, a part of 
um, growing into consciousness. And -hmm. when you do that, when you start changing like that, you affect everyone around you. So when you choose to transform yourself, you're not just doing you. Yes. You're touching everyone around you. And it's a very beautiful thing. Yes. Again, you're saying so much wonderful things, Janet, that I'm just loving, absolutely. But I certainly choosing to transform, um, that is a powerful statement that in itself, because that says that I, as an individual, I can make the choice mm-hmm. if I choose to. And so I love that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely love that. Um, you know, on this podcast, we talk so much about, you know, living, you know, the, the best audacious life and, 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 and the ripple impacts and effects that it can have on people down the road who are watching us or maybe inspired by our actions, uh, or maybe they've been encouraged by something that we've done, not knowing that, that, you know, I had my own fears and trepidation about making that first step, but I still made it anyways. And, and the, we talk about the ripple effects that can have on others. It's so, so powerful. And so um, I'm loving that when you said that you, you resonated clearly with me on that one. Yeah, it's, it be, it's, it's so true. And so watch, I, I'd say this to everybody listening, watch when you change one thing of yourself to expand yourself in one area or, or whatever, and then watch the people around you. Mm-hmm. I mean, you'll just see it. You, you'll see it and you'll see it for yourself. You'll see that, wait, it, if you change fear into safety, security of, and confidence, you'll have situations that come up and you go, wait, I would have done that, but now I'm doing this. And when you do that, you change yourself personally and professionally, and that affects everybody around you. So your transformation wasn't just for you. Got you. No, no, absolutely. And, and and the safety, security, and confidence, that's almost like the, the bedrock or maybe the springboard, if you will, of, mm-hmm. of sort of, we're, we're, you know, our greatness, if you will, because once we have those things, it's almost like you've got that like unstoppable, anything is possible kind of mindset. Mm-hmm. Fear is, fear is uh, part of one of the number one things I work with mm-hmm. um, because safety, security, and confidence, that has to do with your self-esteem. And we have fear in self-esteem. We have fear in almost every area. And so if we can get into the safety, security, and confidence mode, then very little can trigger you. Got you. That's yeah. amazing. That's so amazing. I, I, again, I, 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 I'm really big on just the transformation aspect of the work that you do. And, um, but the, the, you know, I always sort of think back if there's that one thing that resonates, uh, you know, after our conversations like this, it's the choosing to transform that, that to mm-hmm. me, it, it, it's, it's right there. It's within our grasp, it's within our power. We can choose to, we just have to make that choice and choose to make that choice really. So, yeah. uh, so, so, so awesome. J- J- Janet, for, 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 for our listeners that are, are, are appreciating a conversation and, and want to learn more about you and your work, where, where can we send them? Oh, you can go to uh, my website's janetelaineschmidt.com. And anyone listening, if they mm-hmm. mention your podcast, I'll give them 50% off their first session. Oh, so amazing. I, I yeah. truly believe in transform, transforming yourself. And, um, and it was a pleasure being on. So thank oh. you so much. Thank you, Jan. This has been such, such a treat. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for the enlightenment. And again, thank you for, uh, you know, uh, opening up our eyes and, and, and the power of transformation and the, the ripple effects it can have, not only for ourselves, for those around us. So thank you. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. 
back we are on the podcast and uh, first and foremost I really got to send my thanks and appreciation to Janet for being here and sharing her knowledge on the process of, of reprogramming and how we can reprogram ourselves uh, for success look the, the transformation process starts with a conscious choice that we've got to make and that conscious choice of letting go old habits and replacing with new behaviors and again it starts with that transformation and again when, when we can do that we can reprogram ourselves and get ourselves on that right path you know when i think back to my conversation with janice she really left us with a ton of great insights but if there's just one thing i take from our chat it would be this whether we realize it or not our subconscious mind has immense power as it relates to controlling our, our life and the things that we experience a reaction to stressful situations, uh, the daily actions we take, or even the types of foods we eat are guided by our subconscious beliefs and those interpretations. Think of it like this way. Our subconscious mind is like the autopilot feature on an airplane. You know, that plane has been pre-programmed to follow a specific route and can't deviate from that pathway unless you change the programming that was put into it initially. In most cases, the programming of our subconscious started when we were just ch just children and, and has followed us all the way into our adult life and continues to this day with each new experience that we go through. The bottom line is this, if you wanna change the outcome of your life and reprogram it for success, we must first overwrite the limiting and damaging messages that are stored in our subconscious with bold, audacious thoughts and beliefs. Hey, listen, if you haven't registered for email notifications of the podcast, please know that you can do so simply by heading over to bestaudaciouslife.com. All you've got to do is enter in your email address and you'll be alerted every time we've got brand new content that comes out. Uh, it's, I like to say at this point, uh, thank you to our audacious listeners and, and the support that you give us on this podcast. Uh, if you're listening on your favorite podcast listening platform, we would appreciate uh, five-star ratings. are always welcome, but certainly uh, however you want to rate this podcast and leave a comment uh, that's what helps it grow and evolve and expand so again thank you thank you in advance for your tremendous and ongoing support until next time stay safe be kind show love to one another and be audacious you've been listening to the audacious living podcast hosted by audley stevenson if you enjoyed what you heard, be sure to like, subscribe, and share. Until next time, be audacious.